You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey there, welcome to episode 171 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Soul Forge, your weekly podcast about life and living and how to be a better human, among other things. So this week, I've got an extra special treat for all of you listeners out there in podcast land. I had the opportunity to speak to an author, Mahogany Clark, about some of her writings and her upcoming book. So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to preamble too much here, just to let you know that there were some uh, recording artifacts during our Skype call, so it's not 100% clear at all points, but I've cleaned it up as best as I could, and it, it's pretty decent, actually. There's only a few spots that uh, aren't 100% clear, but it's it's pretty great overall. So without further ado, I'm going to play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network, and then you're going to go right in to the interview. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. You know how Disney kind of like puts films on an assembly line, but you know that when you're getting something from Pixar because it takes so long to craft, that there's a lot of care put into it. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing Worldwide on radio seven days a week. Your favorite podcast app and right here on the ESO Network. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure everything was going to go okay here. I've been looking through uh, what I could find from your from the links that you sent me there last week, and uh, I figured I, I don't really do interviews so much as I do conversations. If you're good with that, yes, I understand. They're more like they're most mostly like conversations, anyways. So okay, good, good, because I, I find formal interviews are uh, I, I don't know what the right word is. I just I don't like them as much. They're uh, they seem forced. Yeah, structured. I get it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I did write down uh, a few pieces of information about you and, and some basic questions to ask, but I figured we'd just uh, get into it and start chatting about uh, about your life and your, your writing and, and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where should we start? Um, okay. So are you on like some kind of a... Uh, a promotion tour right now are, are you seeking out various podcasts and other media things yes um i actually started doing that back in july oh, okay. um but i didn't even realize it was a tour actually until after somebody told me um i had books like six of them oh. but it was over the course of two months because uh, everybody had different schedules so right <laughs> Yeah, because yep. it's, it's 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 crazy with the uh, with the COVID. You can't go on a, an actual book tour, so everybody's doing virtual book tours, which seems to be a, an okay way to do things. Yep, 
Yeah, I don't think, uh, well, actually, what's funny is uh, a lot of people had podcasts and shows long before that. Yeah, I just think, I think they, uh, uh, more people participate in it now than ever, of course. But, yeah. they were always there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because I've been uh, I've been podcasting since 2014, and uh, I've let's see, I've got uh, well, I've got the Soul Forge podcast, which is what uh, this this is on right now. Uh, I've been doing Rusted Robot. I, I do a another show with two other guys in the UK right now, and uh, and, and so many podcasts have started up in the last four or five months since the uh, the whole pandemic hit that uh, they're everywhere now. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're getting the word out quite a bit. Yes, which is exactly what you want, right? So that's uh, that's fantastic. So uh, just looking through your your biography, uh, you've you've written three books. Two are published, and one is on the way next month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are well, according to your bio, you're from Miami, Florida. Yes. You're a poet. You're an author, and you're a U.S. Army soldier. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, so you're you're pretty busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, how is how is life in the army these days uh, with the COVID and all that? Like, what what do they have you doing? Uh, we work regular as usual, of course, but we wear masks like everyone else. We take precautions as much as we can. Um, some most sections, as far as like um, where I work. We um, take shifts, so instead of everybody being there at one time, we would take shifts, so half a day and somebody else would do the other half. But lately, we've just been kind of all working together because, um, I guess because, I, well, really, I was actually the only clerk at one point. And when I say clerk, I mean, like, because I'm a 92 Alpha, and 92 Alpha is basically logistical specialist, and we deal with parts, so, like, we could work in the warehouse or we can work in the motor pool or, you know, anything like that, issuing parts, ordering parts, all that good stuff. So, ah, okay. And, <laughs> but we, we take, oh, go ahead. I, I missed that. Oh, I was saying, but we, yes, we take the same precautions pretty much as everyone else. <laughs> I guess you have to. Yeah. Uh, now, have you been sent overseas or do you work mostly in the U.S. or how does that work? Yes, I have recently come back from a deployment in June. I was in Kuwait for a little months. Oh, how was that? Um, uh, <laughs> the only thing about it was really the extra money that we got, and that was it. I was ready to go. Um, we worked six, seven days a week, um, like pretty much almost all the time. Ooh. Uh, stuff got like way worse closer to the end when we were getting closer to June because COVID had just uh, started to get worse around right. that time, and they started sending things down. Mind you, we, we really already didn't have much. You know, we had the gym and um, we had like a few event nights maybe and the defect. You know, that was about it. But like when they start shutting things down, it just got mad worse and everybody's morale kind of went down. And, oh, I bet. Yeah. So it was good to get out of there. Yes. Did you did you do a lot of your writing during your downtime? Um, I actually published my second book. When I was in the book. Okay. The, a couple of. Yeah, because um, from from what I've gathered here, Self Love came out in uh, May of 2019, and A Cup of Family Tea came out in December of 2019? Yes, I actually meant to publish it in uh, January, but I ended up publishing it in December. So Just in time for Christmas. Okay. Now, are, are these um, are these both poetry books, or are, are they like stories? Um, give us a little bit of a background on the uh, the two books that are already out, and then we'll talk about the new one coming. 
Yes, uh, Self Love is a poetry book. Um, and that one comes from actually when I was, I was 19 years old at the time. And I had been in the army for a year, just about, and I was, um, purpose searching. So I was wondering, like, what, what would my purpose be mm-hmm. in life or what is my purpose? So I knew I was in the army. I knew I was going to school, but you know, yeah. it was like still, you know, for you confusion. Need, you need something else. Right. So. I chose writing because it was something that I did regardless of what was going on. And it was something that I felt like I would always do. So I decided to take it more serious and put it on a platform. Um, Cause I would just usually post it on social media and things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I looked at all my other poetry writings that I posted on social media and, and the recent writings that I was writing. And of course I added some stuff to it too as well mm-hmm. and um i was kind of talking about the same topic that i guess i was struggling with for a while for some years it, it was putting myself first really um because i would kind of let people run all over me or i would uh necessarily not be okay with people leaving my life when you know everybody's not meant to stay anyway so right yes things like that. So, struggle with that and um that's where self-love came in that was my very first book uh, poetry uh, basically, yeah. you learning how to put yourself first. Yes, that's uh, that's not a lot of that's not something that a lot of people can do. <laughs> so, <laughs> to do that at nineteen, that's that's really terrific. <laughs> and then, uh, yes. a, a cup of family tea was published the same year. Did did you write these all at the same time, or just one after another? How did that work? Oh no, I wrote self love by itself, and that took me about two weeks. And a cup of family tea, I wrote that when I was deployed later on. Um, when I left in Vegas, and that took that, that, that took I maybe mean, it took a little longer because of working and all of that stuff, but right. uh, it's about the same, of course. Um, but yes, and then a cup of family tea is it's more like a story actually because it's a story about my I was more like a biography actually. It's about my childhood before I joined the military and things that I went through growing up and what I've seen in my family or heard, um, things like that. So I just kind of shed a light, you know, that, um, everything is not always peaches and creams, of course. And, um, I kind of created half of myself and to encourage other people to do the same. Oh, good. That's awesome. And I've been looking at the reviews that you've gotten for this book on, uh, on Amazon and people love it. Uh, it says, like, I'm just going to read a couple of them here. It says, uh, this book is very heartfelt. I couldn't put it down. This book is a must read. It teaches people to never give up. Mahogany, you're a strong woman. Keep going. I look forward to reading more of your books. So that, I, I don't think it could get higher praise than that. Uh, another one says, this, <laughs> this book has healing written all over it. It's brazen and raw, full of courage. Many people grow th- go through things alone thinking that either no one can see it or no one would be able to relate. This book gives everyone something to relate to. If you're looking to learn to forgive, heal, choosing to be happy in spite of, and living your best life, you can relate. So, wow. Like, people love this thing. That's awesome. And your your new book is coming out, uh, tells me here, October 14th, and it's called Somebody Always Loves You. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yes, um, that is going to be my very first children's book. That book comes from, actually, I don't know, I was just uh, laying down, and it's kind of the same way I self-love came about. I was laying uh-huh. down at the bed, I was scrolling, and um, I kept seeing different children's books and things like that, because I kept wondering what should be my 
next book. Um, and something was just saying, you should write it. Because the words were there, like the words over the next couple of days. Because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't write it right away. Right away, I just kind of, you know, let it sit. But the words were like right there on the tip of my tongue. Like, I literally took 30 minutes to actually write the children's book. Wow. Um, put that Because it was just, it just came at once. And I was ready to write it. So I wrote it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's it. Um, and the reason why it's called Somebody Always Loves You is because it basically teaches younger children to, um, you know, always realize that somebody cares, of course, because mm-hmm. um, our, our younger, the younger generation is our youth. They're the people that's going to, you know, grow up and they're going to take over the world, you know, as we get older or as we, you know, go away from this earth. <laughs> right. You know, like that. So, it's it's important. It's imperative that, of course, they get the correct nourishment that they need because every everybody doesn't, you know, and everybody doesn't turn out um, as well as they can. It's it's true, and and it's it's very easy to feel alone and like nobody cares. Right. Yep. So it the book breaks down. It starts from your parents because you know, our parents are our first love, and they're the people that we look to for everything. As soon as we come out the womb, you know. So oh, yeah, yeah. It teaches you like, hey, if mom, if dad's not there, or mom's not there because they're they're at work or they're um you know stressed about something else that's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that you know they don't care. They just might be some things. And if you don't have them, you got your brother, you got your sister. If you don't have them, then you got your cousins. If you don't have your cousins, you got your grandpa, you got your grandma. If you don't have grandpa, grandma, you got uncle and auntie. If you don't got uncle and auntie, you got your friends. If you don't got your friends, you got your mentors. So, you know, it just goes all the way through like a, a line. Um, and also, too, I was looking at some of the suicide rates. It's really high in teenage. I think the highest is, is teenagers. But some children, it's I think children's was the second highest as far as uh, suicide rates. Really, kind of stems from yeah, them or feeling alone or feeling like nobody cares. So, mm-hmm. and and so the book basically says that no matter what, even if you have to dig down real deep, there's somebody out there who cares and loves you. Yeah, it definitely is. Which is an important lesson for well, not just kids, but for anybody really. Um, yeah. now, now this book, is it illustrated is, and is it for kids to read or is it for parents to read to kids or can it be both? It can be both actually. Um, it, it, I would say it's more probably elementary, um, as, like as far as, um, children's age that they can read it themselves, mm-hmm. like elementary. Um, but some children probably can read that before that. So you'd be surprised, but, um, yes, it's definitely like a story that you should, you can sit down and um, read to your child at night or at school. Um, it's illustrated of course, throughout the whole book, you know, um, kids love pictures and oh, for <laughs> okay. sure they do. <laughs> yes. Very colorful and bright, just like the cover. So. Oh, good. Cause yeah. Cause I took a look at the, at the cover and it's, it's super bright. It looks like it's be a lot of fun to read. Um, now I, I see it's coming out on Kindle on October 14th. Are there also hard copy, hardcover copies as well? Yes. Um, I have those on pre-order as well. I have a website link that I use so people can pre-order so they can get a signed copy for me. Um, once the book comes out, they'll have their signed copy. Ooh, and who doesn't like a signed copy? I know I do. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll get into all the links at the end, and I'll put those in the show notes for the podcast too. Um, 
but basically, uh, how many more books do you think you have in you? Like, does desi- the, the desire to write, is it uh, it's an ongoing thing, or is it just you did these three and now you're done, or, or how do you feel about it? Um, I think it's an ongoing thing, really. Um, I'm not sure how many more I have, um, but yeah, I could see myself writing another book, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, when, when the spirit moves you and the muse comes along, you're just going to grab it yeah. and go, I guess. Yeah, but I don't force it. Okay. If it's there, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, some things can't be forced. That's true. Um, so, self love is a book of poetry, and do you just did you just write for this particular book, or do you often write poems just in your spare time as well? Uh, yes, I used to write poems a lot more in my spare time, but since I've started like promoting and marketing my books and things like that, and working and um, doing school, it's been a lot harder to do that so like my time has been taken up with other things but um if i do need to write though i still will get scope into my journal that i have with different poems and i'll write if i need to you know just release because that's really that's originally why i started writing in the first place it was just to get stress off my you know uh, chest or mm-hmm. out of my mind so that i can relax because it's almost like having a voice on paper yeah like, like an outlet Right, physically, so. Okay. Um, do you have, uh, like, a favorite poem that you could recite for us that we could get a uh, a, a bit of your style, or is that uh, is that too much to ask for? No, that's not too much to ask for. What would be my favorite? Well, actually, I can read you one from the self-love book. Okay. Actually, believe it or not, the first one is actually my, my, my favorite. The first one you wrote is your favorite? Yes. Nice. I like that. So it's called self-love and the subtitle is always love yourself. Self-love is the best love, but we too busy out here trying to get the rest love. That next love. I don't really care if it's fake love, just as long as it fills this void that burns inside me. I mean, I don't care if I love myself because I have you around me, but we forget people can be a lesson or a blessing. They can be here for a season or a century. And if fortunate, some are here forever. But if one day you look up and they were gone, what would you do? I mean, how can you pick yourself up if you never took out the time to love you? Yet we walk around throwing the words out there like it means nothing. And when things get hard, we take off running because we're scared. I mean, how do you expect me to love you through stormy weathers when I never took out the time to love myself? Or how can you expect unconditional love when I was out here only learning to love everyone else? But who I truly needed to and who being myself. Loving me for the queen and woman I am destined to be, walking in my own path, ready to overcome any obstacles in front of me. Proud with my head held high because I love the woman that I will be. Self-love is the best love. I mean, ask yourself this question. If self-love is the best love and you never took out the time to truly grasp the meaning, were all of your I love you's ever even true? Because how can you truly love someone if you never took out the time to love you? Wow. Okay. That's that's amazing. Have you, have you ever read at poetry nights or poetry readings or anything? Yes, I have. Uh, I started doing, it's this place called the Coffee Scene down here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And um, that was the first time I actually went out and did like poetry nights and the response no, must have been overwhelming yes yeah <laughs> oh no doubt that that's incredible that's great oh wow I, I think all of our listeners here should uh definitely 
find you on on Amazon and everywhere else you are. Uh, let's actually go ahead and we'll we'll promote the the links and your Twitter and your Instagram and all that stuff right now. Let me just pull it up here myself. And if you want to tell our people here the best way to get a hold of you. Yes. Um, my Facebook is Mahogany Clark, M-A-H-O-G-A-N-Y-C-L-A-R-K. And my Instagram and Twitter is Mahogany Writes with a Z at the end. Okay. So M-A-H-O-G-A-N-Y-W-R-I-T-E-Z for Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Um, and my email is B O R N T O S O A R eight one at gmail dot com. That's Bonsor eighty one at gmail dot com. Okay, perfect. And I, I see I actually have most actually all of those links in the uh Facebook Messenger that uh, we had talked back and forth on so i'll definitely put all of those in the show notes along with the uh the amazon link as well so people can pick up your books yes uh is there anything else you'd uh you'd, you'd like to promote or talk about or anything like that um no i, I think well i believe we well um hmm, let me see yeah it's, if there's something we didn't cover also, uh, in November, no, well, no one really knows about this yet, but I am um, coming up with a, like an author's marketing course that I want to put out for people that are authors, whether self-published or with other companies, so that they can learn how to market their book themselves, you know, um, outside of uh, the extra exposure that we can get from people you know in higher places and things like that right oh that's and you're, you're putting this on yourself yes um well no i'm have a little i might have a little help um from my author's coach but mainly it would be <laughs> it would be my course my outline um and the things that i did to market myself uh, or uh, how I okay and, and if somebody wanted to uh partake in in this how would they do that Oh, I will post it all over social media. So, okay. Follow me, you'll definitely see, or you'll definitely see the link and everything. And that's happening sometime in November? Yes. Okay, perfect. Because uh, my co host on uh, my other podcast, the Cosmic Pizza Podcast, his name is Dan, Daniel Peter Hitch, and he's actually written some children's books as well. So, he, he might want to take your course. That would be awesome, of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And he listens to every episode of uh, of Soulforge, so he'll he'll be able to hear this as well and, and get all that information. And that that's fantastic. So it's always great to have a, a community of writers that you can rely on together. I'm sure. Yes, it is. Awesome. Well, Mahogany, I appreciate you coming by the Soulforge and telling us all about your uh, your author endeavors. Yes, thank you. Okay, and wasn't that a wonderful conversation? I had so much fun. I'm, I'm sure you could hear it in my voice. Excellent, excellent conversation. Not an interview per se, I don't do those, but it was a great conversation. I learned a lot. I hope you guys did as well. Check out all of her uh, her social media links. Check out her books. High praise from what we found on the Amazon uh, rating systems and reviews and whatnot. So go check those books out. Check out all her social media links, all the things. Don't forget to leave a five-star review in the podcatcher of your choice for this episode. Uh, remember, you can support us on coffee at ko-fi.com slash rustedsoul. Check out all the other podcasts here on the ESO Network. 
check out the Rusted Robot podcast and the Cosmic Pizza podcast that I also do. And remember, you are the series of mistakes that had to happen for you to find your you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. Everyone these days could use a little support. And your friends at the ESO Network are no different. With the ESO Network Patreon, the cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO Network. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.